0: Hey everybody! I'm Alan. I watch a lot of movies. This is Alan at the movies. Um, I don't. So today, I love another thing. I love. I don't know how to start this episode. Um, another thing that I love besides, uh, besides movies is pop music. Uh, pop music has kind of always been, uh, like, a part of my interests. Like, I, lo- like, I just love it. Um, and I don't know if I hold much shame in that. Um, but, last, so I was looking at what movies were coming out this weekend, because I wanted to go see something. And I saw this uh, this poster... Uh, for this movie uh, called "The Sparks," the Sparks Brothers, and in the photo, I thought it was Dennis Quaid in a wig, and I was like, "This looks weird." Uh, and then I saw Edgar Wright, and I'm like, "Okay," but then I saw the word documentary, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" Um, because <laughs> that's Dennis Quaid in a wig. And then, I watched the trailer and realized, it's not Dennis Quaid in a wig. It's just an old dude with jet black hair. And it just, and it it sent me down a rabbit hole, a little bit of a rabbit hole. And I was in, because I love Edgar Wright, and I love pop music, and... It was about, like, I love, I also just love uh, the stories of bands that you should know. You know, those bands that inspired everyone, uh, but no one knows who they are. Like, the story of the, the bands that made the bands I love. Uh, you know, those, those stories. And, and so I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, listened to some of the music and then just decided I'm going to go see this movie. That's all I knew about it. Uh, it's called the Sparks Brothers. Edgar Wright made a documentary. I didn't, I didn't know Edgar Wright would ever, like had any interest in making a documentary. I knew he loves music because of Baby Driver and all of the other music involved in all of his movies, but I didn't know anything else. And uh, and then I sat down and I got a two and a half hour music lesson uh, about this band. And really, it's these two brothers, and they like they start out in the seventies. Trying to be like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and the Who, and trying to be a British band, and then can't. But they're based out of California, and they can't quite catch on there. But they make some stuff that's catchy and interesting and fun. And somebody, and Todd Rundgren, is suddenly really loves it, and and then they find themselves in England where they get re, they get big for a minute, and then like and then seventy nine happens, and they they're like, "Hey, you know what? Let's release a synth album, and you're like, "What the fuck is a synth in nineteen seventy nine No one knows what it is like they were doing craft work before craft work, and like it just and all the while, one of the brothers has a Hitler mustache, and they're on t v in the seventies on top of the pops with a Hitler mustache just cause, (laughs) and naturally, you're enthralled, because this guy, like, is so very out of it, and so very, not out of it, but, like, very intriguing and interesting, because he just sort of stares at the camera with his Hitler mustache while playing the piano, and it's just weird, (laughs) and, like, captivating, and fascinating, and, and then and then so then they get into the synth stuff and like and then they they get into 80s new wave and the evolution of this band that constantly changes that has constantly evolving and moving and being something different uh but always staying true to who they are and like a being accepting of what's coming to them, but always want of what they get and receptive and happy for what they get instead of becoming like they have an opportunity. They have an instance where for like a good six years, they don't have an album. They don't have a record deal. They don't have anything. There's zero interest in sparks in sparks. And, uh, And instead of becoming jaded and addicted to drugs and all of the other hardships that a lot of these other bands that fall into these sort of situations encounter, they just keep making music and are determined to, one, that they're going to find something that is going to hit. And just... And then they, they find something that works and it latches on in, in some European country. And then it evolves from that and becomes big again, like big. They, they still can't quite latch on in the States and then they wind up somehow latching on in the States. But it's so fascinating to watch this band never give up. And continue to grow and never sacrifice who they are and, like, their idea of their music and the heart behind it. And, like, their lyrics are funny and interesting and just, like, they're twisted and wry and just very much, like different from what you hear anywhere else but at the same time if you when you hear it you're like this sounds exactly like this other band that i love uh like it like it sounds like the pet shop boys it sounds like eraser it sounds like <laughs> they did a whole album with franz ferdinand later on i'm like what how what how is that a thing like, it just it's fascinating to watch these these men just constantly trying to make things happen and but never giving up and but always never settling for once they find something that that works instead of staying on that path and going forward and doing more of that they evolve and they take a left. And it becomes something different with their next album, and it just like it's a band that that you expect them to zig, and they zag, and it just is fascinating to hear and to hear all of the. It, it's a lot of Talking Heads. It's a and it's a lot of just talking about their, the over the course of their their careers, uh, where it literally covers everything, and. Like, uh, the only real complaint that I have about this movie, and it's not, like, it's a complaint, but it's also, I have an understanding of why it ha- why it is the way it is. Like, and it's that it's two and a half hours long. Uh, I, I sat in a movie theater, like, watching it, and just couldn't fathom like how long it was going it felt like it was dragging in times but that's like and well one like that's what you get when a fan makes the movie you know Edgar Wright is a fan and he made this because of his love for this band uh and from that it just sort of evolved and grew you know and it's hard when you're a fan of something to find parts that could be cut and I don't know necessarily what you could take out of the movie is the other part what so like there's that but also the so I guess I guess I have two complaints if I'll use air quotes because it's not really a complaint but it felt a little long and I think part of why it felt really long is uh um, I'm gonna be honest, nothing happened. Um it's if you look at it from face value, it's a music it's a it's a documentary about a band that made music. And that's all they do is they make music. And if you look at it from just that perspective, instead of you talking about the journey that they go on and the, the evolution of their sound and The way that they don't give up on themselves and they they bet on themselves and like that sort of growth and development and their battles with record record, like uh, record companies that want them to be something and they don't want to be that. uh, If you ignore that, nothing happened. Nobody. They don't fight. They don't do drugs. They, They don't that nobody's an alcoholic, there's one very brief mention of a love story, and that's it, like, there's, there's no real, like, there's no juicy bits, it's just, they made this album, and then they evolved and made this album, and then they evolved and made this album, and then, and then they had a, they they couldn't sell any records, so they could, they took a a hiatus a forced hiatus and then this hit and it just sort of sort of comes across as uh just really like a more like a a video discography like (laughs) where they just start talking about the different albums that they made and how important they are and what it led to, and and the next album, and that's it, there's no real drama, there's no real anything about it, and that's refreshing, because so many of these other stories are only because, you know, a guy did meth off of a dude's dick, and uh, got jizz in his eye and lost his sight for 12 weeks while, and then uh fell off of a cliff and committed suicide like it's all just these huge big stories and it's nice and refreshing to have a story that is just these guys are trying real hard to make music happen and they're determined to make music happen And they won't, like, that's all they know. That's all they do. They don't talk about their social lives. I don't even know if they have social lives outside of the music, other than that one instance uh, of talking about the briefest of flings. And it just is, like, it's fascinating. But also, like, there's nothing to really latch on to which can be disheartening. But it makes something feel a little long and if it's semi-repetitive. But at the same time, the movie is full of great and interesting music and great interesting stories and fun bits. Um, It very much has the feel of... As someone who has been a, a lifelong fan of... Of Sparks can tell you, <laughs> I, I heard of them yesterday. Uh, they like it feels very much like a Sparks thing because it's full of funny little bits and quirkiness and like that stuff that you get from Edgar Wright. So I can see why. If Sparks had said, hey, I want to make a documentary about our band, and I want to put this out there. That's an idea I have. Who do we get to do it? Let's get Edgar Wright to do it. Because his quirky sense of humor matches our quirky sense of humor. And then you realize that a lot of his quirky sense of humor probably comes from being a fan of Sparks. Uh, and it just, it's a full circle. And so... Uh, with every, with, with every documentary, I have a hard time rating them, uh, because if you're not interested in this band, if you, if you don't like pop music, if you don't like music documentaries in general, this isn't going to be for you. But if you have an interest in pop music and, and the, like, a lot of it focuses on that 80s synth New Wave sound. Uh, if I were to put a pinpoint on what their sound is, it's a lot of that. Uh, but they also have these boom actual bands and things that they also do. So it's not just that, but... It's hard to put a pinpoint on who this movie is for. But if anything I've said... Minus my two complaints, and I'm using air quotes on uh, audio medium, so you know I don't really have complaints. Like, um, If anything I've said sparks an interest to you, I recommend watching it. Uh, at the very least, I recommend the there's a, a Spotify playlist uh, that Edgar Wright put together, partially in part, to introduce people to Sparks. Uh, and so I'm gonna put that in the notes of the podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll put a link to that so you can hear it. If you, if that interests you, I fully recommend that you do it. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't say the deepest of dives, but an introduction to this band I think is well deserved. And I think more people should listen to them. Like they have a couple songs with a million plays on Spotify, and then everything else is in, like, the 10,000s. Like, it's very ups and downs, like, just like their careers. And it just is, like, their music is a lot of fun, and I want more people to have fun in their lives. So I'm going to recommend it. I don't know what sort of rating I could give it I guess if I were to give it a rating probably three and a half uh probably giving it a couple knocks because of the length and and the the general sort of sort of just that adds to the length of it just not a lot happens uh but it's like really fun to listen to these fans and these people involved in making the music talking about it uh and so yeah that's where i stand um it came, it comes out in theaters nationwide uh, officially tomorrow i saw it today cuz sometimes they do that thing where really movies come out on thursdays instead of fridays now and so this got that sort of release um and with that like i w- i'm going to say As much as I want to say see it in the theaters... Because I want to encourage people to go to the theaters... I feel like this is more of a... I'm sitting at home... And want to learn more... Or... Like that sort of movie... Less than a... Not a a theater movie... So I'll say that... Watch it... like If if you're the world's biggest Sparks fan... Go see it in theaters... (laughs) But if you are... Only passively interested or don't know who they are at all, I'm going to say, recommend that you watch it at home whenever it hits a home video release. Uh, Or a streaming release, I guess I should say, because home video, what the fuck is that anymore? I'm old. Uh, And with that, thank you guys for listening. This has been my review of the Sparks Brothers, which is a funny title for this movie because that's not the name of the band. Uh, But they are brothers. And so I thought that their last name was Sparks. I also thought it was Randy Quaid in a wig. And when you look at the poster for this, I dare you to not see Randy Quaid in a wig when you look at it. Um, And I'm going to post that to Instagram for sure, to the stories, because that's how I do it now. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. Um, this has been the Sparks Brothers. Uh, you can follow along with the podcast on, like I said, Instagram and Facebook at Alan at the movies. You can email the show at alan.brand at gmail.com and let me know what movies you want me to watch. And I will watch them. Uh, you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can please give me a five star review uh, on that same platform that you listen to the podcast. Uh, it helps the show, I guess. Uh, and, um, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you guys the next time I watch a movie. Bye-bye.